0: Welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Today's show is sponsored by Ron Rubin Winery. Without their financial support, we would not be here recording today. They've come to our rescue and are sponsoring our podcast for the entire year. We encourage you to get to know them. Check out their website by visiting ronrubinwinery.com. Welcome to Wine Road, episode 165. It's the end of the year, and what a year it has been. <laughs> Welcome to Wine Road. It's me and Beth doing a wrap-up. Yeah, it's S- funny because
1: we're actually just spent five minutes trying to decide what episode number this is.
0: <laughs> That's the kind of year Clearly it's, it's been. the end of the year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a couple more days and we can celebrate New Year's. Yay! Should be fun. So, yeah, I thought we'd just talk about what
0: what has happened in this past year. Let us recap 2022. Yeah, 2022. And once you told me you don't like odd years, so this must have been a good year because (laughs) it's an even year. I've never forgotten that you said that.
1: I don't know. must have been a bad odd year. (laughs) Yeah, you only like round numbers, so
0: take it away, Beth. I'm always confused. What was your highlights for this year?
1: Okay, well, I, I don't know if I have so much job highlights, but I, I had a son that got married in 2022. Well, that's so that that's a was, highlight. That was memorable. That nice. was fun. All the kids that live all over the world or all the country were together. So that was fun. Um, I think work-wise, I think it was fun then you and I got to go to Grapevine, Texas. <laughs>
0: that, was, that was definitely a highlight. That was a trip. Mm-hmm.
1: When we left, I said we're either going to be you know, friends and continuing this or never speak again after after a week together. And I still haven't figured
0: out which is which is how, how that transpired. Well,
1: we both lived.
0: <laughs> so that was fun. You set the bar low. Yeah. And then I just went to San
1: Diego a couple of, I guess now it's been a couple of months or I've lost track. So that was fun, San Diego Bay Food and Wine. I haven't done that in, you know, this was the th- was three years, I guess, since we've been down there for that. It was fun. I also met... um I took um, our PR manager with us, uh, Misty, and uh, we met with a bunch of journalists when we were down there, freelancers, influencers. It was really fun. Kind of get back into telling the Wine Road story and talking about who our new members are. So, you know, that was definitely, you know, that was a super good time. And we've had a lot of new winery members and lodging members in 2022, which is just sort of encouraging I felt like we a lot of lost lost a lot of members in the last two years before that. People closed their wineries or their wineries sold. Different things happened. So to have some new energy has been encouraging. That's been fun. And then for now, um, I just got home from a couple of weeks on the East Coast with my uh, grandbaby. So that was cool. My daughter, of course, was there also, and her husband. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you didn't kick everybody out? Really, it
1: really was fun with the grandbaby. So that's uh, kind of it. And then uh, tomorrow, or in the next couple of days, hopefully I'll be toasting uh, New Year's with Marcy.
0: <laughs> and today on the show, we should mention, we're having our special, we saved this from an episode a couple a month ago. It's the Amista Sparkling Tray, which is a GSM, and it's beautiful. So we are cheers, drinking and toasting t- the end of the year. And then tomorrow, on New Year's, we're going to have something special, too. Yeah. But this is a very beautiful wine. I love the color of this. I love this wine,
1: too. I love this wine. And then um, I think on New Year's, one of something that's become a regular at my house is the cast sparkling. And I think it's just a a danger zone because I have to drive past them every day. I (laughs) turn right on the corner of Dry Creek Road and Dutcher Dutcher Creek Road is cast. It's like, oh,
0: why not just pull in and... Buy a couple more bottles. So, Of course. That's what everyone thinks when they pass a great wine. Yeah. <laughs> Let me pull in and buy a case of wine. <laughs> you're it. a role model. That's it. <laughs> you're, you're the wine road Well, you know, it's model. right there.
1: <laughs> There's a
0: stop sign. So what are the highlights for you, Mars? What has this year been? It's been a year. That's yeah. for sure. Um, my first thing I always want to say is I, I get to taste so many wines. I write that varietal of the month. And it's my great pleasure every month to be able to taste the great range of wines on the wine road. So that is like kind of my number one. Mm -hmm. The varietal of the month tastings are super fun. I mean, it's a lot of work, but I really enjoy it. And that's a great perk and fun thing for me. So like this past year, well, in January, you know, we got a new puppy. Uh We got a little Jake, a little Boston Terrier, and he's really been great. Going to grapevine, yeah, going to Texas, that was just a blast. It was I really didn't know what to expect, I mean, aside from the heat, <laughs> that to <laughs> but it was it was just wild, how enthusiastic and all the people and and um you know that is a real wine state in a big way. it was so. interesting,
1: so they really promote uh Texas wines, but then every year at this festival, they also promote one international and one domestic wine growing region, so this year they promoted Sicily and Sonoma. And there were six wineries there, uh, Wine Road Wineries from Sonoma County. So yeah, it was really fun. And people it was a separate area of the festival, so people had to intentionally go and they paid extra for those tickets to taste those wines
0: yeah. and it was impressive. And the people we worked with and hung out with, they, they were, were the awesome. best. I, they were I great. just they were so great. I mean, Texas is a great state, but the people are just amazing. So shout out to our grapevine colleagues. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. One of my big highlights of the year was in September when I went to harvest at Ron Rubin. Oh, yeah. That was just, he is wonderful. <laughs> and I got to be there while they're bringing the grapes and they let me do a punch down. And that really was one of my highlights. It's such a beautiful space. The wines are wonderful. And, you know, they're coming out with a new line. You know, there's the Pam's Unoaked Chardonnay and now there's the Pam's Unoaked Cabernet Sauvignon. And so I'm very excited to try that. So that's a new wine he has. And all the wines that we drank, Ron Rubin Pinot Noir, when we were in Texas. Yeah, it was on the restaurant list, wine list. I'm like, oh, my God, we have to get that. Yeah. In fact, we got in late, and it was almost like 9.35. We're like, the restaurant closes at 10. (laughs) We just fly over there. But it was all redeemed, and we saw the Ron Rubin on the list. So that was fun. Then another big highlight was um, the 50th anniversary, Jordan. Um, winery, and they had their annual Jordan Halloween party, which was a theme of dead Hollywood this year. And I, I think I may have gone overboard overthinking my costume because I was actually a dead Hollywood star. Mar- Marcy overthinking <laughs> something. It's hard to believe. <laughs> but it was really, uh, they pulled out all the stops. It was beautiful. It was just the set design of it all it was really fun. And um, I was Natalie Wood, dead Natalie Wood, who had, you know, with my. Life preserver from the splendor of which she fell off and drowned. But people, only a few people, were kind of morbid. Dead Hollywood, yeah. And I was one of them. But the rest were just really decked out and really beautiful. It was it was really a stunning event. The the
1: Jordan Halloween party is just an epic local uh, kind of event that um, they bring it's press like industry party. They, yeah, they bring press to it, and uh, the theme every year is just over the top. And they carry that theme through and everything with the food, with the custom cocktails, with the decorations, with everything. It's always just epic. And (laughs) they
0: had very clever, like they had the ginger Rogers. And so that's the drink I gravitated to because it was a shrub. And shrubs have like a little vinegar. They're supposed to be medicinal. So I thought, my God, these are so delicious. (laughs) And they had like the little dried, uh, they had turmeric and the little beets and they were just so delicious. And my husband says, well, how many of those are you having? I said they're shrubs. They're medicinal. He goes. I. I said they're not alcohol. He goes. <laughs> yes, they are. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs>
1: but um, I've had five
0: more than they I went should've. down really easily, <laughs> but they were just everything at that party was just beautiful. It was really fun. Also, one of the highlights this year was wine and food affair. Wineries really pulled it out, and I have to do shout out to Bowman Winery. Katie, they had the loaded tater tots. Uh-huh. I think that was the best pairing I've ever had. It was just spectacular. I'm still thinking about them, those loaded tater tots.
1: It was awesome. That was actually our first event that we've had, and you know, since 2020, that um, didn't require a reservation. To every winery it was sort of back to the format that we used to have. So that really was exciting. We had 2,000 attendees, and we had 50 wineries participating. It was. It just really felt like okay, everything's kind of somewhat back.
0: Yeah. Um, And everywhere I went, it was (laughs) just great. And it wasn't super crowded. It was was like little waves and the food was spot on. Dutton Estate, they had this beautiful pairings with like cheese and like a smoked turkey and just everything was just on point. It was really a wonderful event. I had a great time. Well, I sat in my office all weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I know you never get to
1: go to those. (laughs) But I heard that it was really amazing.
0: (laughs) Next year, we'll switch identities. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. also it was the 40th anniversary of gary farrell winery and vineyards and i had the great pleasure being invited to their guided tasting by their winemaker Teresa, and then this just all beautiful beautiful dinner in the barrel room and um pairings the people so spot on that's such a great view from there it's like nowhere else it's just um it's where i take people who visit because it's this is Sonoma County, right. you know, and you can see it all. Well, and because it's
1: not only just vineyards, not just vineyard views, it's the woods. You know, the floor. you yeah. drive up this yes. little hillside driveway, and then the view is just
0: spectacular. And driving up that driveway, I was wondering, what if there's frost? How do you... I mean, that is a, a <laughs> very steep. interesting driveway. Yeah, steep. But that night I went... Um, was the same night, the day that we recorded a really fun episode with Joy Sterling and Vicky Farrow about sparkling discoveries. And Joy had brought along a magnum, a magnum. of the stargazing <laughs> um, their cuvee, and it was beautiful. And I, was, I won the lottery, and I got to take it home. So I took it home. I put the sparkling stopper in, kept it cold. And I said to my husband, I'm going off to Gary Farrell. I'll be home. Another more work yes. day. Yes. <laughs> I'll be home at 8. Well, I didn't get home till 11.30, because the dinner went long and there's no not really great cell service. So I come home and he said, I was really worried about you. I was almost going to call him and say, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, don't worry. And um, the next day I'm in my office working and he brings me a glass of the stargazer, stargazing yeah. uh, bubbles. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so beautiful. It's so good. You know, he brings it to me in my office, very sweet. I'm like, gosh, I'm going to go have another glass. And I go in the kitchen <laughs> and the magnum is empty. And I'm like, what? What happened? And he said, "I got really worried about you last night." I'm like, "Okay." So so I thought, "Well, this will." I will console myself with a magnum. I said, "You know what? Fair is fair. You're at home alone, and you're off. I'm off having a fabulous (laughs) dinner." But I was just shocked. I mean, I got two glasses, or like a glass and a half. But um, that's a beautiful wine. So I shout out to Iron Horse for that. And then. Just being able to hang out and meet all the great people on this podcast, that is always a highlight. We have so many great guests, and this year we've been able to have them in person again. Right. That's and definitely changed things, that having people back in person. brings energy. Mm-hmm. We've had so much fun. You know, this whole show, is, it's a lot of work, but... It's a, the bonus is meeting all the people. So,
1: well, and then another side bonus is when listeners reach out to us. I'm always, I'm still surprised. I mean, we've been doing this for years, but when I get an email from someone who said I'm a listener, I think, oh my gosh, we have listeners. Yeah, that that's <laughs> always awesome. a highlight. And um, what I love is when people tell me I really loved you know interview with this particular winemaker, and I went there. Yeah, you know, that's just that's the whole I point. Think
0: I met someone who. Oh, heard the recipe for the moscow mule the other thing we've been doing our recipes fast fast. while i was at dutton estate and they said oh i heard about this cider on the podcast with you had a cocktail and they bought the cider and I was like oh that is so cool yeah you know people really connect so that's nice <music> it's time for our fast five who do we have on the line now Hi, everyone. This is Christina Deo with Maza Catering. Oh, that's Yay. always going to be a good
1: treat. <laughs>
2: hey, <Christina>. We know <laughs> you're going to have a
0: good recipe. So what's your fast five, Christina? Okay, so my recipe for
2: today is my warm spice poached pear.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And my five ingredients for it is uh, your favorite apple cider. I really like uh, apple a day from Sebastopol. Mm, uh, right. box pear. A spice medley which has cinnamon, clove, ginger, lemon peel, nutmeg, and cardamom, mascarpone, and fleur de sel caramel.
1: Oh my god! Okay,
0: <laughs> I I'm just like my my eyes are just like rolling around in my head. That sounds so good. Just the ingredients. So what? Do oh my we- gosh,
2: it's, it's like autumn. It's like autumn in your house. The minute you you make this, it just will get you in the fall
1: spirit. Exactly. <laughs> So what do we do with all these goodies? Sure. So
2: it sounds, you know, a little complicated, but it's really not. The prep time is about uh, 15, 20 minutes, and the cook time overall is 30 minutes. Uh, We start by taking your apple cider with all your spice blend and putting it in a pot, a small saucepan, and over a very low simmer, so medium heat. Um, While that's getting up to a simmer, you'd like to uh, peel your pear, I really like to leave the stem on, and that's for later for presentation and plating. Mm -hmm. Once your uh, pot has come to like a very low, mild simmer, uh, you want to take your pear and put it in there. Um, I like to leave it in for about 20 to 30 minutes or until your knife can easily come in and out of it. Okay. Once it comes out, reserve it to the side. Remove the pear with a spoon, uh, scooping it from the bottom. Don't pull it from the stem. And reserve it to the side for it to cool off. During that time, you can crank up the heat on your um, poaching liquid just until it comes up to a nice thick consistency. It reduces to a thick consistency. Um, take your mascarpone, pl- uh, smear it across your plate. And then what I like to do so the pear does not topple over, I like to take the bottom and just cut a flat bottom mm-hmm. and then set it right on top. Mm-hmm. Um and then you take that poaching liquid and drizzle it on. And then you take your fleur de sel caramel and the last final touches to put that, you know, right over the whole pear to glaze it. And if you want to be really, really fancy, if it's a nice, a special occasion, I take a little bit of 24 carat edible gold dust and I oh, just
0: my god,
1: oh
2: wow, throw a little bit on there.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. That sounds it's beautiful. delicious. It's it looks, simple. yeah, sure, it looks beautiful.
2: Yeah, and I if if you were to want to pair it, I really think it goes really lovely with like a late harvest riesling.
0: Oh, yes. Oh. That sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, oh, that sounds man. amazing. All right. Well, we'll put all the ingredients, this uh, directions in our show notes and Christina, thank you so much. This sounds just I feel like I'm just melting just hearing it. Melt oh, in my god. mouth. <laughs> I feel like I want to go home and make it.
2: I hope you all try it and enjoy it and happy harvest.
1: Thank Thank you. you. Talk to you later. Bye, Bye -bye. ladies. Bye-bye. I love it. 2023, here we come. It's an odd year, Betty Beth. Be prepared. (laughs) (laughs) I think I uh, try to just not be prepared for anything anymore.
0: (laughs) There's a philosophy. (laughs)
1: It's like I I can't count on nothing. Just whatever happens, I'm going to go with that. Seems like a plan.
0: Yeah, but things seem very back on track now. I think so. It's nice and to have that event. And so looking forward in the new year to Winter Wineland. And...
1: Yeah, so Winter Wineland, now that you, that was a nice segue, we'll yeah. talk about that. The queen of the Segways. <laughs> so the um, ticket sales end actually uh, here pretty soon. They end January 9th. And so Winter Wineland is the 14th and 15th. Uh, there's 70 wineries participating for that weekend. So um, I think. I hope it's a really fun weekend. We've tried to get the wineries to all set up some sort of a little um, photo station so that we can get people to take pictures of where they went, sort of a choose-your-own-adventure, and then really share that online with um, them. my Wine Road Adventures, a little hashtag, so we can see where people went. When people check in, everyone's going to get an empty... I'm clarifying that for you, Marcy. Oh yes, <laughs> an empty six bottle bag.
0: <laughs> yes, because before I thought you said everyone's going to get a six bottle bag. I'm like, wow, we're really pulling out all the stops. Yeah, we're
1: giving everybody six bottles of wine when they check so in. So an
0: empty bag they fill that they can fill, yeah, and, I like and that. we
1: want you to share that too, so we see like what six wineries. Where did you go? That is what a did great idea. So it should be. I think it'll be fun
0: to help your shopping. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So yeah, Winter Wine coming up, and then um, probably two weeks after that, I think it's maybe around January twentieth. Tickets will go on sale for Barrel Tasting, which is March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. So, And it's one weekend this year for people who've been coming for years and knowing it's two weekends. It's one weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Sounds good. Yeah, should be fun. I think that's really all I have going on. That's all I have to talk about. Did you have a book that you want to talk
0: about? I do. I have an interesting book. It's, um, You know, we have a lot of fun books. We do because well yes we have like you know books that are more illustrative yeah and those are the fun books. fun books for Beth because she likes pictures and not I'm a lot all of about words. just
1: the wine, folly, um, the wine folly the wine folly the wine folly
0: but this book it's called Rosés of Southern France it's by Elizabeth Gabby who's an MW and Ben Bernheim and it is it is really a more educational text this mm-hmm. is not you know. I mean, certainly the casual wine drinker could find right. great value in this. But it's really like a, a field guide to the the vineyards of southern France, mm-hmm. where the Provençal Rosé, it's just so interesting, especially if you're kind of wine geeky like me, oh, how kind of. <laughs> <laughs> just the expertise of the book, and it's a deep dive. It's very illuminating, and it's, you know, it's truly a great resource. And I think I think anyone could enjoy it, but if you especially... You know, we've had rosé all day, and oh, right. the Catherine Cole books are really fun and great, and this is just very much focused on the vineyards, the, the wines, the people, and it's a great book called Rosés of the Southern France, or not the Southern I'm France, okay. Rosés of Southern France. I just elevated it yeah. by the. the. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Okay. I and we'll, we'll put that in the show notes. That is like a hot spot for rosés, too.
1: Okie dokie. I think that's it. So we've had a great 2022. We're looking forward to celebrating in a couple of nights. And then uh, we have Winter Wineland and we are be, gosh, off and running into 2023. I just can't believe it could be that year. 2023. Yeah. And so let's
0: toast again if our amista. Okay, if we have to. I'm all on board. Cheers to (laughs) to 2022 and here's to 2023. Awesome. We'll see you in the new year, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.